Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, wife. Hello, husband. We're married. So many times. <laughs> <laughs> we are officially, officially married. And we have the rings to prove it. I actually now, I think the, the thing I am most excited about is we get to be public about this because we did have the two weddings. And one of the things I didn't think about was that I wouldn't be able to wear my ring and really celebrate us in public until we had this second wedding. And so I'm excited to actually get to wear my ring, something I'm looking forward to, because I would wear it around the house and then I would have to take it off, leave it, you know, in our bedroom and then go out about the day. So everybody, we had two weddings. Um, we want to make sure we spill all the details for you all today and share everything that we can with you um, over these next few episodes of the most dramatic podcast ever. And to clarify, yes, we had two weddings. Let's start there. And you're right. We have some dirt. We have some exciting things to talk about. Some things that I think are going to shake up Bachelor Nation for sure. Um, especially from our second wedding. And so, yeah, we have so many details, so many great stories, so many things to dive into. We will break it up over several episodes, and we are excited to tell all right here. So you were so... <laughs> okay, where to begin? Um, so we got married for the first time October 14th in Napa Valley, California, a place near and dear to our hearts. We got engaged there as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to clarify what you explained about the ring because you were so sweetly, we had this wedding in Napa and then we had another one in Austin. And in between the two weddings, we wanted to keep it private and just announce that we were married all together as one and kind of make both events feel really big. So yeah, you didn't wear your ring in between. 
But what was so cute was that um, he wanted to wear his ring so much that I bought him, I bought Chris this watch as a wedding gift. And he was wearing the watch all the time saying, well, this is kind of like wearing my ring um, in between the two weddings. It was my hidden way of wearing something representing us in public without making things public. And the, yeah, the purpose, people are like, why'd you do two weddings? Well, because we wanted two different things. We wanted that intimate, very small private affair with our family. And that was Napa. Again, a very intentional wedding. Everything was intentional in that we were in a place that was special to us. Not only we got engaged there, but we've spent a lot of time there. And it's just a place that we have found so many friends. We forged so many memories. So it was a no-brainer to go back to Napa. But that wasn't like the raging party that we wanted to have with all of our friends. You know what? Yes, there were many reasons, but a huge part of what we kept thinking. Mm -hmm. I have heard from so many people. I had this great wedding, but I didn't get to even see this person. I didn't get to say hi to this person. I I didn't get to talk to this person. And so we really wanted to be able to spend important, close time with the people who have been with us since the beginning of our relationship, our family, our closest friends. That was Napa. Austin was a blowout rage rage party. It really was. That was, it was everything. I just want to put this into context for the listeners because, well, Lauren's voice, uh, my, <laughs> what do I, you mean? I sound great. <laughs> I probably sound a little tired, maybe even a little hungover. Um, but are you hungover? A little bit. I was dragging Wait, what? today. Yeah. It's, it's 7 PM at night on Sunday, November 5th. We are about 24 hours after. I'm just, and you're just I now don't know telling, if, you've and, been and hungover way, all day. I don't know if I'm hungover specifically because of, you know, a few tequila shots that we did do. We did, I, we I did several with Bachelor Nation uh, friends last night, but this is the culmination of so much emotion, stress, because we wanted to pull this off and do it right and keep it secret and announce it the right way and, and save it for the podcast. So there's just, I think my body is just oh, finally relaxing. There. There's hungover, which is you're nauseous, maybe you're vomiting. Oh, yeah, no, no. You have a headache. And then there's like a type of hangover where you have an emotional hangover. Yeah. Actually, a friend of ours, uh, my friend Jen, who came to both weddings, uh, she's a real close babe of mine. She had the perfect phrase, I thought. After Napa, she told me, she was like, I'm so exhausted. And I think I figured out why. She said, it's a love hangover. She said Napa was so full of so much love. And she said Austin was up there too. But, you know, we had toasts and speeches from the kids and my siblings and our moms and your dad and your brother and, and dear friends. And, 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 you know, we, we had, I loved our vows. I'll say it. Um, but she said, I left the events with a love hangover where it was so much wonderful emotion that she said, my body feels exhausted from all the love. And we'll break both weddings down. We'll get into the nitty gritty and the details and, and the good, the bad, the ugly. But overall, if we were to paint with a broad brush, I would say Napa for me was emotion level, a 15 out of one to 10. I mean, I cried 70 times. You I, I cried so much I cried more. like a baby at Napa. You cried, way, I, but babe, I, hold on. I need to take a minute. You cried way more than I thought you would. I really. When you said that to me, I wasn't sure how to take it. Is that a bad thing? Like you're no, like, hey, well, because you're just a very strong person. Like yeah. you, you're really not a big 
crier. I mean, I know sometimes you're like, oh, I'm a ball bat, but you're only, you're only a crier in like, like sometimes things with the kids can make you cry. To be honest, you haven't really cried over you and I very much. And I would never, I know that our love is, is what it is, but I understand that parental love is so different. I have to tell you the truth. And I don't mean to tear up now saying this. I was a little scared you weren't going to cry. (laughs) And I know that you love me, but I was a little scared. You're just not like, you're emotional, but you're not the biggest crier. Yeah, I'm usually pretty even keeled in situations. Which is something I love about you. You stay very strong. I'm a little more wacky. And so you're very centered for me. But I was, I think I I think I would have been hurt if you hadn't cried at all. I thought, okay, he's going to cry a little bit. Um, but you cried during the vows in Napa oh. probably five times. <laughs> My, I could not get through the vows in Napa Valley. I, I just, what and again, was it? we'll get to the details of it. But uh, again, I would say Napa on a scale of one to 10 emotion wise was a 15 because I did. I cried. I started crying in the morning. And again, I don't want to reveal everything about Napa, but there were just so many things that triggered me during the day in such a beautiful way. Because it's all about family, and you—that's the one thing that. Well, gets babe, to this me. is the time to reveal it. Let's okay. talk about it. Okay. So, why did you cry so many times? Because the things that trigger me are family. That's what always gets to my heart. You are family now. You have been family, but now your family is mine. So, your mom gave me a gift. This is where it all started. Your mom, we we I was doing pretty good. I went to breakfast. I went to work out with my buddy Chip. We got our we got our workout in. It's our tradition. We we went back to the room. And your mom had left me a gift. And I didn't quite understand exactly what the gift was because I didn't dive into it. But I could see on our bed table that she had left a picture of you and your father. And so there's a picture of you and your dad, your late father, for those that don't know. And I, so I, 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 right there, I just said, I'm not ready for this yet because <laughs> I knew what was in that letter. And I just thought it was a picture and a letter. I didn't know that there was a gift in there. I didn't see that. I waited for you to leave. You left, I think, around noon or something to go get ready, and I had the room to myself. So we we actually, by the way, spoiler alert, we saw each other the day, the morning of our wedding. Yes. We also decided that we stayed together the night before our wedding. This was a big debate, and it's yeah. funny. Do you? In looking back, so Chris was saying we should spend the night apart the night before our wedding in this very traditional way, mm-hmm. which is sweet. But I said, look, we have this special three-day weekend that we've planned in Napa with our best friends, with our family. I want every minute with you. I want to be together every minute. I want to wake up with you on the morning of our wedding like a kid on Christmas morning. And I won and we spent the night together. Are you glad or looking back to you wish we hadn't? No, I, and I don't even know why I was going through the motions of getting a different room. So I think somebody had given me the advice to stay apart that night. It would make me, I guess, long for you or get excited. I didn't need that. You we, know what separate- made me long for you? The fact that, let's really tell it all, the week of our wedding, and I think 24 hours into marriage, I should get some kind of wife award. The week of our wedding, Chris Harrison says to me, babe, I have an opportunity. Okay. No, I didn't announce this the week of our wedding. I announced this many months before, okay. but it was going to take but place the week it's of our wedding. Be, babe, I have an opportunity the week of our wedding, a couple days before, in fact, I can go to Pebble Beach <laughs> and play golf and hang out with Tiger Woods. And I would like to do that. It means we're not, we're no longer going to travel to Napa together for the wedding. I'll meet you there and I'll meet you there on Thursday. And I said, babe, absolutely. Go hang with your real husband, Tiger Woods. 
Okay, so revisionist history. Uh, and I will get back to what made me cry about your can mom's Can I gift. get a wife award? No, because- Oh my God. Let me, can I just tell the real story of how it went? Because it's actually very complimentary Oh my God, here, our first fight as no, a married couple. because you'll agree this is how it went. And this is very complimentary of the kind of woman you are and why I love you. I got invited to this event that I play in every year with Tiger and a few of the PGA guys and some of my very close friends that I've known for about 20 years. And I got this call to go and I turned it down. I said, no. And you heard about this and you said, what was that? And I said, oh, that was a deal to go play at Pebble Beach. And you go, well, babe, why aren't you going? And I said, well, it's, it's our wedding week. Zero chance I'm going on our wedding week. There's no way I'm going because it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No. And so I just, I, I said, don't even worry about it. I've turned it down. And you said, babe, I know you love these people and I know you love this event. You love to go do it. And, and you know, I love Pebble Beach. Go do this. And it took, it took a little time because I said, this is a really bad idea. It's not going to end well. But you are the one that actually pushed me and said, no, no, go do that. My mom and sister are going to come in. You go. And, and that's, we will meet up in Napa. You know what? You're right. And, and I stand corrected. And I don't know why. This is why eyewitness testimony is unreliable in court. <laughs> I really didn't remember it that way. Um, but you're completely right. It was like that. And I should have told it that way because we actually both look and sound like better people in the correct version. And if people will go back to my social media, there was this bit I did with Max Homa, who just came off the Ryder Cup, one of the golfers. And I announced on that Instagram post, that video, I said, if you make this shot, you will officiate my wedding. What people didn't realize is that wedding was in two days. And so Max and Tiger and all those people knew about my wedding coming up. So that that made that video even better. If you go back and watch it, that it was two days later, he the, would have come to our wedding. The stakes were actually kind of high. The stakes were high. But so I, I drove over Wednesday night of our wedding and I got there a day, a, a night ahead of you, which was actually really good because I did some shopping. I got some things for our room. I got some things for you. I was able to kind of lay the groundwork and get things together. Being the organizer, I, I like details okay. done. I'll sing your praises because I do remember this accurately. Um, yes. So I ended up flying in with my mom and my sister um, who came and stayed in Austin with me while Chris was in Pebble Beach. And it was fun because we kind of had a little girls week beforehand. And then what Chris did before we got there was he got me flowers. He got me a candle, a Merlot scented candle. What a perfect, I mean, I love a candle and a Merlot for Napa. And he got my mom flowers and my sister flowers and wrote them notes that were in their hotel rooms and wrote me a note. And while you were gone in Pebble Beach, you also, he left me a note for every day that he was gone. And I had a letter to open from him for every single day of our wedding week leading up to our wedding. And then I ended up opening the final letter on the day of. Wow, I'm really glad we're doing this podcast because now this is a good record because I was wishing I had like journaled because I'm worried I'm going to forget everything. <laughs> so this is good. Because it did go by. It, it went, that's the, that's one thing about, that's one thing about Napa that was, I, I knew it was so good because it went by so fast. And I, I even thought in my, wisdom and experience, slow this down, breathe it all in, take it all in. And it's, it's impossible. And obviously who, those who have been married and had these moments, everybody knows you and know, says the somebody, same thing. I, I think there's got to be a name for the phenomena that happens to your body. Obviously we we're having a lot of wine and obviously I was just forgetting to eat because I was talking to people and stress. So look, was I a little tipsy at our wedding events in Napa? Sure. But 
not to the point of something else was happening to my body. I, I, it's an out of body. I don't know if you're on yeah. an adrenaline high, if your emotions are high, but you feel almost like it's a blur. You're watching it all happen from above or something. It's kind of surreal. And we had set originally to have a Saturday wedding. So a Friday night kind of get together, a pre wedding party, I guess it, it's, it wasn't a, it wasn't a rehearsal dinner. Yeah. It was this amazing thing. And then that we had set up at this vineyard and On then, Friday. and then that was Friday. Then we were going to have Saturday. Well, we all love each other so much. And there was this great group of people, a very small group. There's only 40 people at this particular wedding, 40, what, five, what was the final number? I think 45? we had 43 or 45 people, including us at our wedding in Napa. Yeah. And so like you said, Friday, we did a welcome wine party. But before we got to that, Thursday became a thing Yes, well, that we had not planned on. But this was what we'd hoped for. Exactly. I, I really wanted, look, I, I guess Napa was a destination wedding, even mm. though a lot of our friends live in California, but we really wanted everybody to be fully present for the entire weekend. It wasn't a thing of like, oh, we can't make Friday, but we'll be there Saturday. No, we wanted everyone there the whole weekend. It was a destination wedding. And I wanted everybody to enjoy Napa. We had lots of great events, but like go do a tasting on your own if you want, though. People got to be careful about coming in hot to Napa. Um, It's like Vegas, okay? You can't, uh, as professionals in Napa, I would say if you're going, do two wine tastings a day, go to dinner. You can't do more than that or you are on the floor, which did happen to some people on Thursday. So people got excited. They started coming in on Thursday. Before we knew it, 30-something people were already going to be there on Thursday. So we had a Thursday night dinner, which was great and where people also got a little drunk. Everyone's so excited and you get there and then you do a tasting and you've been drinking all day. And I think that was good because people sort of got it together and then didn't end up getting super drunk on Friday and Saturday. And so Thursday night ended up being kind of this beautiful, I called a family meal where we just, everyone mixed and matched and no seating chart. And we just had this room to ourselves at this great restaurant. We literally the week of grabbed a private room at um, Compline, by the way, if you haven't been an amazing restaurant in downtown Napa. So yummy. And, um, and, and by the way, we should say from the beginning, we stayed at the Archer Hotel in downtown Napa. My new favorite hotel in Napa. I'm so glad we found it. We only ever discovered it because we were looking for a place with a rooftop view in Napa. Mm -hmm. And a friend of ours, Catherine um, Reynolds of Roy Winery, where we had our wedding dinner, which was amazing. Um, She told us about the Archer. And gosh, if you're in Napa, I mean, they've got this rooftop. They have music, live music there every Sunday for brunch. They... The rooms are gorgeous and it's so conveniently located yeah. to everything. And so that was another fun part. We wanted everybody to stay at the same hotel. Everybody stayed at the Archer. They put us all on the same floors. I felt like I was in a sorority again. We were walking on the halls, like knocking on each other's doors, hanging out. It was the experience that I wanted. Yeah, I love the Archer. And I like downtown Napa. I mean, there's so many great resorts there and I've stayed at resorts. Well, you and I have stayed at resorts around and it's it's fun to be out in the countryside. And there's something about being in downtown because you're by Model Bakery, which is famous for their English muffins and, you know, Gott's Burgers and you can go to I think Monday was- Bakery and there's tasting rooms. And so being in being in the city is just cool because it's such a walkable little downtown. It's really cute. So the Archer is and it's newly renovated. Beautiful, beautiful hotel. And a big takeaway for me, I would say if you're having a destination wedding it's helpful for everybody to stay somewhere that has walkability because then, you know, and people are drinking, you don't want them like renting a car. And so everybody could walk and grab a coffee and and we didn't have to worry about everyone renting cars on top of getting hotel rooms. And so Friday, you and I kind of hung out because people were arriving 
most of the guests that were there went off and did tastings and enjoyed Napa Valley. My my family, the kids came in from college and, and they arrived with my mom. My, my dad arrived on Friday as well. And so we kind of hung around the hotel until late afternoon when we headed off to our Friday event, which was at one of our favorite wineries in the world and just a beautiful tasting room at La Coya. Yes. Now, there was a 40-minute shuttle ride to La Coya. Yeah. Did people get too tipsy? Well, we decided to break up the buses. Was this weird? I, I, in retrospect, okay, here was my idea. So we, of course, people are drinking. We want to shuttle them all around. So we had two shuttles and the Hotel de La Coya was going to be the, the longer one of the weekend, 40 minutes. So I'm like, we got to have some champagne and tequila on the buses. And I thought, you know, it'd be fun. Let's do a babe's bus and a boy's bus. Everybody's going to be with their couple all weekend. Let's split up girls and boys. So we had a girl's bus and a boy's bus. It was sort of like a really, really quick bachelor and bachelorette party. It was. And, and our bus, we had great tequila and it was pretty chill. Had a little music going. Your bus was not chill. No, which I thought the boys would have turned it up more. Yeah, no. Your mom decided she was the bartendress of the bus, the bus tendress, which I loved. And she was, I don't know if she was violating transportation rules, but she was walking up and down the aisle of the bus, pouring the gal's champagne throughout the bus ride. At one point, she did take the bus driver's microphone. I don't know if that was a violation either, but shout out to Mary Beth Harrison for making a party happen on the bus. It was a party bus. And, she became um, a flight attendant, just walking up and down the aisle, serving drinks. Absolutely. Talking, uh, telling us to buckle our seatbelts and hold on tight. She's a she's a bad woman. There's heels in Napa. It was a bit windy. I was worried at <laughs> some points, but we were ready mom to catch goes, her. I can see his mom going down the day before the I wedding. didn't want that to happen. But we, so what was happening on your bus? We never even talked about this. It was so quiet. I mean, it was quiet? I hate to say it. It was chill. It was like everybody, because the guys Yikes. were just, there was a lot, a lot of people, the guys didn't know each other. And so it was a lot of just getting to know each other, talking, uh, a few tequila Wait, shots. you're saying the guys have the deep convos? No, not no, deep. You know not what? deep. We you were talking what? sports. We're talking oh, golf. of course. It's never deep. Right, exactly. Guys getting to know each other means, uh, so uh, what, what football team Here's is your yours? Team. That's yeah. guys getting to know each other. Women, give us 40 minutes on a bus. You will walk off crying. You know each other's, <laughs> how many breakups you've had. You know, like the names of each other's siblings. Okay, got it. That Like today, and I'm going to flash forward to today because we had a brunch today post-wedding and our dear friend Sage Steele was here at the brunch along with one of your sorority sisters. And we look over in the kitchen. They're both bawling. They've only been talking for five minutes and they're bawling. That is the difference between the, the women's bus and the boys' bus who they just know I root for the Cowboys and I like to play golf. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. So LZ was out shopping before the holidays when she visited M. Robinson Fine Jewelers. She came home, said, hey, babe, you have to check out M. Robinson Fine Jewelers. They have so many exquisite diamond rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings, not to mention their huge collection of watch brands. So next thing I know, I'm walking into their breathtaking location here in Austin, looking at a diamond bracelet with LZ and a drink in my hand. While she continued to try on pieces, I was able to enjoy the game on their large screen TV and even found a watch I liked. So if you're in Austin, check out M. Robinson Fine Jewelers on 620 in Bee Cave, just down the street from the Hill Country Galleria, or view their collection online. Go to mrobinsonjewelers.com. So we get to La Coya and they have rolled out the red carpet. It is decked out. It is beautiful. It is perfect weather. We we got so blessed with the weather we at did both of our events. There was a heat wave in yeah. Napa the weekend before our wedding. Our wedding weekend was perfect. It was like crisp and 70 and sunny. So we were just so blessed. Um, I do like to think. I sometimes think that my dad is kind of watching over me with those moments. I I really feel like um there because in Austin we had the weekend before torrential downpour in 35 degrees and then we just had the wedding in Austin it was 70 yeah. and sunny and beautiful. Gary's looking out for us. I think he's part in the clouds for us. So um Lacoya Winery on Friday and oh my dreams came true because right as I entered I was handed I'm going to be a little bougie, a caviar bite, a caviar bite and like a little, what was it? It was in a pastry. It was so good. The food was so amazing. Look, there was one thing, I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I'm a bride on a budget. My dress was not that expensive. My dress was pretty, you don't even know how much it was. Can I guess? Do sure. $5,000? My dress was like $1,400. Your dress is $1,400? Yes. Not fourteen thousand. It was fourteen hundred, which is still a lot of money. I'm not like it negating that. Money, it's just but it was. And by the way, God, that dress. We'll talk about it. But man, that dress. Okay, I'm sorry. That woman in the dress. Thank you. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying fourteen hundred dollars is a small amount of money. In fact, no, that's but part I, of why. I, but I, wait, I think, but that's part of why <laughs> I wanted to wear the dress twice. I'm a Midwestern gal. You've got to get your bang for your buck. Okay. I love the dress. We spent some money on it. Let's wear it twice. Um. So, but I do want to spend money on food, on wine, on like the experience in the room and the space. And if you ever get the chance to go to Napa, we are giving some recommendations yeah. on this podcast. La Coya Winery this, is stunning. Yeah. So they're, they're tied in with Cardinal as well. Same winemaker as Cardinal. This guy, Chris Carpenter, who's a genius. And this is up on Spring Mountain. So it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a drive up there, back into the valley and then back up on Spring Mountain. But man, it, it is... Uh, at elevation on the mountain, it is so stunning, so beautiful. The architecture, but the views, and it is some of the best wine in the valley as well. 
And we... It, so we had multiple sommeliers doing... What we wanted to do was also make it like a tasting experience. Yeah. So they were doing pourings and tastings with people. I would call this a welcome wine party. We didn't want to be too traditional, guys. We didn't do any type of rehearsal, really. Yeah. And um, we did a welcome wine party, have some tastings. It was all past apps. We had... Oh, some crispy fries made in duck fat. Heck yeah. Duck fat makes everything better. And just, I think the the difference is we curated, and again, everything was intentional. We curated the wine and the food and the music and the scene. That was Napa. And that rolled over into the next night as well. That was not Austin. Austin was like rip roaring, boot scooting, let's have a blast, shooting tequila. And we should say very different crowds and different people attended both because in Napa, very close friends and family of both of ours. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the bachelor world goes, there was just one. Well, he's 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 a lot packed into, into one body. It was Andrew Firestone. Andrew Firestone emceed our Friday night welcome wine party. That's the man's happy place, isn't it? <laughs> Is Andrew Firestone happier than when he's emceeing something? When he's holding a microphone in a public forum, it, that is that is his superpower. You, and you know what's the subtle difference? You're a host, you're a TV host. I'm not saying you can't MC an event, yeah. but Andrew like is an MC. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean the man lays it all on the table. And when I say that, I mean he literally, while he was MCing this <laughs> event, jumped on the table, full body slid down the table at one point. So we just really wanted Napa to feel like, first of all, every single person who was there we've both known for years. They mm -hmm. are intimate, close friends of ours. And then we wanted, you know, people to kind of feel really part of everything. So we said, Andrew, can you MC Friday night? And what he did was he brought up different people who we'd asked to give toasts, your brother, my brother, our really good friends, Chip and Liz, who did a dual couples toast. My dad spoke. And then Andrew was the last person to speak. And he printed out the lyrics to my all-time favorite song, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. And after giving a wonderful speech, he led the crowd in a group sing of I Want to Dance with Somebody. And he and he slid, he did a penguin belly slide across the table. It was a team effort because his beautiful <laughs> wife and dear friend Ivana, uh, as Andrew was speaking, kind of gave the cue. She was his Vanna. Yes. She was his Ivana White. And, and Ivana kind of went around the room handing out something. We didn't know what it was. And when Andrew kind of started going into the lyrics of the song in his speech, it took us a minute to catch on to what he was doing. And then we got into the chorus and everybody jumped in and the whole room was singing. I think what was so funny about it and clever is he introduced it, trying to mess with us and not be too obvious. He said, and now we're reading by the late, great W. Houston. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's Miss Whitney Houston. Um, so he was amazing, and and Andrew was the only bachelor, um, alum at Napa. At Napa. Yeah. And by the way, it doesn't mean I mean we love. So that, that's why all of the wonderful people were in Austin. We'll get to that. But Andrew, I think, is someone who you like. We're just very close, you and I, with both him and Ivana. He's very near and dear. He's been one of my my best friends throughout this whole thing, and and we've become very close. But what I love even more is that you have become close to him. And Ivana. And yeah, I've been friends with him for over a decade. That's how long ago we did that. Gosh, probably two decades. There are pictures you guys have of like, you know, when their kids are little, yeah. you're like sitting, you're helping change their diapers. I was so at the, cute. and it was really cool because I was at their wedding 
when he got, well, I was at their engagement party, actually, when they came back from Pismo Beach. And then I was at their wedding as well up at uh, Los Olivos in San Inez. And so to have him there was really special. And spoiler alert, we knew as well, the Firestones could not make the Austin party. So I'm glad that they were able to make Napa. Can I ask you an intimate question? Please. As we're talking about like men, the way men, ways men get closer and the ways women uh-huh. get closer. I kind of feel like all my best friends have seen me naked. Maybe in part because we lived in a sorority house, but I don't know. Like women change in front of each other. I don't know. We change in front of each other. It's no big deal. Have you ever seen Andrew Firestone naked? Mm, I've seen him in his underwear. I've seen most of the guys in their boxers or briefs or whatever. Like Why? From the show well, you mean? From the show, especially back in the day, we didn't like really... It was so on a budget and and on the fly and cheap, I guess we could say, that when we were at the original bachelor house, there was one real master bedroom and primary closet, and all of our clothes were in that one primary closet, and so we would just get dressed. So, and you know, like the makeup chair was there, so we'd each take a turn in makeup, and then we'd get dressed. And so, not a big deal that we've all kind of been in our boxers. So, but no, I, I don't think, I'm trying to think if I've really... I mean, this sounds weird, that but if, if I've been naked with any of the bachelors and I don't think so, but I think I've probably been in our boxer briefs with everyone. Don't of our, you think that that much like having sex, that that just instantly increases your intimacy level with someone if you just are in the room when they're changing or see them change? Like all yeah. of a sudden, like we're really close now. That's what happened to Ben Higgins and I, which made it into his wedding toast to us in Austin, which we will get into. But anyway, it instantly uh, bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Be, so I yeah I guess well because you're so vulnerable right when you're truly stripped down you're also stripped down emotionally and it's like you're not that's you're, exactly you're not why anything. you just nailed it yeah that's why the naked shows do so well because what are you hiding oh you mean like naked and afraid yeah all those shows naked and best friends okay so Andrew Firestone emceed absolutely uh, crushed it we had our I mean. Like, you know, I love when your friends and family can bring their talents to the table. My brother's speech was so amazing. My little brother, John, he made us laugh. He made us cry. Um, and then we had our dear friend, Nadine Levitt. She is a world-class opera singer. And she, she had actually started the evening with an opera rendition, which I think really set the tone. I recommend music, using music to help set the tone at the beginning Middle and end because everyone events. can quiet down, settle in, and and Nadine yeah. did such a beautiful job, and the, the acoustics in the place, the opera, it just it brings tears to your eyes. Because there's nothing like a song, no matter what you could say. It's yeah. kind of like why American Idol always worked so well because you get instantly emotional from music. So we're all making small talk and chatting and getting to know each other Friday, and then she comes up and sings, and it instantly set this beautiful emotional tone for the night. The speeches were amazing, and. And then, you know, Andrew ending the night on a high by jumping on the table. And there was just a, the whole party was just a way for everyone to start to get to know each other, have some great wines, good food. It did turn into a bit of a dance party. We cranked up the music. I forgot about that. We were dancing around the charcuterie board. Yeah, we did dance around the charcuterie board. It just turned into a, and, and uh, I guess, wow, I was about to say yours, our brother-in-law. My sister's Andrew. husband. He's both of our brother-in-law. Laws. Singular. Brother-in-laws. So Andrew kind of became a DJ, started playing the bangers, and we started dancing, had an absolute blast until they kicked us out. That was really a theme for everything is we got kicked out of every place. And I don't mean in a bad way. It was just, you guys have to go We're home. shutting it down. We're, We're shutting the place down. We are closing this joint. And so we closed the joint. Again, let people do their thing. Andrew, he is so good. He, he's the director of Vibe. He's so good at 
creating really good playlists. He brings dance moves. So he went in the back of La Coya Winery, found their like control room. We was in there with their security cameras taking over their sound system. I'm shocked they didn't kick us out sooner, to be honest. But luckily, they're our friends and we know them. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. So LZ was out shopping before the holidays when she visited M. Robinson Fine Jewelers. She came home, said, hey. Babe, you have to check out M. Robinson Fine Jewelers. They have so many exquisite diamond rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings, not to mention their huge collection of watch brands. So next thing I know, I'm walking into their breathtaking location here in Austin, looking at a diamond bracelet with LZ and a drink in my hand. While she continued to try on pieces, I was able to enjoy the game on their large screen TV and even found a watch I liked. So if you're in Austin, check out M. Robinson Fine Jewelers on 620 in Bee Cave, just down the street from the Hill Country Galleria, or view their collection online. Go to mrobinsonjewelers.com. Can we talk about one thing quickly before I move on? Mm-hmm. Our outfits. Oh, yeah. Friday night. Yeah. You looked so handsome. Thank you. I, I wore a Billy Reed jacket that I bought, we bought together when we were in Monterey together, previously hosting uh, an event for the AIM Gala. And we saw this jacket and we just both said, that's the one. So I wore this beautiful Billy Reed kind of jacket, vest. And you know what I just realized? What? My dress I wore Friday night, we also bought together. That's right. Because we just went, I, I <laughs> listen, you guys, I planned a lot, but I was also, I didn't have a wedding planner at all. We didn't have a wedding planner at all. Not for Napa. Yeah. Not for Austin. You're looking at your wedding planners right here. We're Chris not. Harrison and Lauren Zima. And um, I, listen, I come from a place of grateful privilege. Like right now, I wouldn't say I have, like when I was, full-time at entertainment tonight. Mm. I, I don't think I could have done this. I, work was just too demanding. Right. Um, but it's been really fun to, over the past, I don't know, a little less than a year, spend time on all this and get to do it together. And part of that was um, a lot of planning. And part of it was a little, 
you know, fly by the seat of your pants kind of stuff. I'm a bit of a procrastinator. And I don't know, I'd, I went and bought a bunch of dresses and ret- online shopped and returned and I hadn't found anything. And the week before I still didn't have a Friday night dress. And you said, babe, let's just go shopping. We went to our favorite little boutique store in Austin, Estilo, where we always find stuff. And sure enough, walked in and got two white dresses. And you tried one on and it was I knew when you walked out, there was actually another woman trying things on next to you. She stopped. The 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 store owner stopped and I stopped and we're like, that's it. Ball game. Oh. That's the dress. One thing I love so much about you is that your years of television have made you pretty stylish. And I love like we genuinely go shopping together and you are into it and you will give me yeses or nos. And he also knows what looks good in photos and stuff. So he, <laughs> you'll tell me that stuff. And it was really fun. And I, I just realized that I love that Friday night, we both wore stuff that we picked out together. And Saturday, we both wore things that we picked out on our own. So Yeah, cool. Because obviously, I had no idea. I'd never seen your dress. Um, and, and I wanted to make sure I didn't see your suit. And my suit was something very special to me. Um, there is a store, a men's, it's one of my favorite words, haberdashery, a true haberdashery. And it's old school. I think you need to define it. It is a men's is. clothing shop. And, and, but when, but there's a difference between like they have men's clothes and a haberdashery. Like they, that is when they, you go get a suit, you have a suit made and the, the service there is second to none. They truly, if this isn't clear, I've made him explain it to me more. I think a haberdashery, how I would describe it is like, it's custom. They might even offer you a drink while you're there. It's 100%. kind of an experience. Yeah. It's like what Julia Roberts wanted in Pretty Woman, but That's they wouldn't let her shop. Big mistake. Huge. So I go to Ken's Man Shop in Dallas, Texas. And this shop has been in my family for decades, almost a century. Um, it was owned by my uncle Ken, and it's now run by my cousin Corey. And if you ever go to Ken's Man Shop, ask for Corey. Greatest service in the world. So I brought my brother, your brother, my son, Josh, who was my best man, and we had suits made. We all had our own suits made. You, you, the, we picked the color and the, the fabric and then the inlay and what was uh, monogrammed on our inside coats. And, and we made shirts as well with the, the everything. Everything to a T was, was handmade, and it was a phenomenal experience it brought us all closer together. It turned into kind of my bachelor party. We ended up going to a Texas Ranger game that night, just the boys. And it was such a great experience. So that was my suit from Ken's Man Shop, a custom-made suit that fit like butter. I love that suit. Black, beautiful. And I went very, it wasn't a tux, but it was a beautiful black cut suit with a black tie. So it looked like black tie. You looked so handsome. I just wanted you in a black suit. I yeah. know you kind of thought about gray, but I did I kind know, of tell I you. I about it. Well, you're just so classic in a black yeah. suit. You're I was going to go. I was thinking between dark, dark gray. And I, when I got there, I was like, okay, this is a no brainer. But the boys, uh, all, I guess my groomsmen, I would call them, although we didn't have people stand next to us. We'll talk about that. Um, but my groomsmen all had gray suits yeah. and they got the same ties, matching, matching suits, matching ties. So I, I, Gosh, I feel like we're like running through the the logistics and I you just made me think of something and I want to just pause and take a moment. Do it. Everything about both of these weddings was perfect. Yeah. I feel so grateful. I feel so lucky. I am overjoyed. The day after our wedding in Napa, 
I probably cried six more times just she out did. of sheer joy. At one point I was showering because we were going to go to a morning <laughs> after the wedding brunch and I'm crying and Chris comes in. And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm just happy. We were getting dressed and I crying heard her in the shower. heaving in the shower and I run out. I was like, oh my God, babe, what's wrong? What's wrong? You're like, I'm just so happy, <laughs> which is great. And I mean, honestly, as I sit here now and I look at you I and my my ring, I, I feel on my finger and I am, I am so happy to be your husband. I'm so excited to be married. I'm so, hopefully we're not just dragging this on because I, I love talking about it. I love reliving this. We've talked about it a million times and that's that's how I know this is great because we have so, only great memories from every event. And that morning, Saturday morning was our wedding day. What did you do in the morning? Because I, I got up and I went to work out with my boys. We went to the gym, got a little sweat on. What did you do? Well, I need everything it takes women taking getting ready takes a lot longer so i kind of just woke up got coffee and went to go get ready <laughs> i would have loved to get a workout in um well i mean look we didn't have bridesmaids and groomsmen in the way of like yeah that they stood up there and we but like like my mom got makeup and hair and my sister did and and um you know taylor did and so we we needed to get everybody ready and they did you know, my sister and Taylor and your brother and Josh did walk down the aisle with us. Yes. So, um, so yeah, we were just getting ready is what we were doing. And I probably at that point I was a little, okay, let, let's, we haven't talked about this. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So let's set the scene. It is our wedding day. Mm -hmm. And I will say that now that both events are done and they were both so magical and I wouldn't have changed a thing. They were different and each was exactly what we wanted it to be and had planned it to be. So I couldn't be happier. But I do think Napa mm -hmm. is to me our anniversary yes. is when we got married. October 14th will be, I think, the anniversary. Napa was so much more... Um, it, Austin was emotional because we were with a, a lot of people we know and love, but Napa was emotional because it was with our very closest people, I think. And also it was the first time. And so that's what made me think of it because we haven't talked about this when you said, Harry, what'd you do that morning? How nervous were you that morning or what was going through your mind the morning of? So at peace with everything. I, everything had come off so well. And it, again, you and I had a fingerprint on everything that was happening from the gift bags to the hotel to the We wine. are going to go, a big announcement, career change. We are going into wedding planning. Yeah, that's it. It's called Let Let the Journey Begin, Wedding Planners Incorporated. And we're here to start your journey. By the way, good idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> write that down. Yeah, write that down. Somebody write that down. Um, I, I was so at peace and I, I there was something I really wanted to have happen that day, which was be around the people I love. You know, you and I were going to separate. You were going to the, to the wedding site to get ready. I was kind of left to my own devices. And so I went to work out with my boys and then we got done, got showered up and I grabbed the kids, uh, Josh and Taylor and my mom, and we walked down to Model Bakery, one of our favorite places there in Napa to get the famous English muffin breakfast. And so we walked down there and it turned out your Theta sisters were there from Mizzou, your sorority sisters, and a, a few other of our wedding guests were there. And so we ended up like Sit like 20 of us just sitting around having this breakfast again impromptu because it's such a small town one of the things i love about napa and then on the way back because it was kind of late in the morning football had started and so everybody had gathered 
at one of the local saloons. And yes, it was called a saloon. You know, as much as I wanted every moment with all of our friends and family that weekend, I'm okay that I missed the football. Go on. So like Michigan was playing. And of course, the man who officiated our our wedding was a big Michigan fan. Um, TCU was playing. So Josh and I and Taylor, we wanted to see TCU play. And so we all just hung out, had, had a little bite. And then they stayed there and enjoyed the rest of the afternoon. And that's when I headed off to go get ready to head to the wedding site as well. So you were at peace. Yeah, really. We're, I, you know, the I got to back up though, because this whole thing came full circle to why I was so emotional. I had not looked at the gift. I left that lunch and I went back to our room. You had left by now. And so I'm now alone really for the first time in the day. And it kind of starts hitting me. And I walk in our bedroom and at the hotel and there's the gift that your mom left me. There's a picture of your dad. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. I grab the letter. And when I, I realized that the picture was not holding up on its own, it was leaning against a jewelry box. And so I didn't look in the jewelry box and I sit down on the bed. I open the letter and your mom explains to me that in this box, oh God, I'm not going to get through this. <laughs> uh, okay. In this box. are a pair of cufflinks and they are your father's and she has never given anything of your dad's to anybody else before and she gave me a pair of well your brother john has some stuff but outside the family and so she gave me a pair of your dad's cufflinks didn't ask me to wear them just she wanted me to have them and said she loved me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now you see why I didn't make it through my vows in Napa. Uh, and and she was excited that we were going to spend our life together and she loved the way that I loved you. And so I am bawling like a baby, sitting by myself in bed, losing it. Just and now I'm done. And I think that was the impetus for being done for the day. I am now an emotional basket case. I'm at the tipping point now the rest of the afternoon. So your mom just gets me. So I shower and I get ready. But your dad's cufflinks were very much just, it hit me. It hit me that I have expanded my family. I love your mom. I love your brother. I love your sister. I love the people in their lives, your sister's husband, and your your brother has an amazing girlfriend, Casey. So it just hit me like I'm family and, and you're my family. And so I got ready and- I think I, well- What? <laughs> I, it just means so much- to me to hear you say that because you know i have in the past i've i've never been in a relationship where someone you know, i mean obviously it's a huge yeah. reason why i married you but i just want to spotlight the simple fact that you respect and cherish the meaning of becoming family and um i love the way you put it that yeah we're married and we're husband and wife but like you I said this in my vows that you love your family as as you love my family as your own. And and I feel the same way. And I feel like we're really on equal footing about that. And I didn't have that before. And it should have been more of a red flag for me before. Um, I I think I was in relationships before where I thought, oh, this will come in time. In time, they'll, they'll grow to love and appreciate my family. It takes time. But you've always respected my family. And I can see how much you've, you are, are grateful that my mom like that my mom gave you that and it is a big deal my mom had never given anyone i have some of my dad's stuff my sister and yeah. my brother 
No one else had ever gotten anything. Um, well, I guess I buried the lead too. So Lauren and I are big letter writers. We like to leave each other's notes. We like to write letters. I had written letters to her all week. Um, and then we wrote letters, which I didn't know, but she wrote letters to my kids, Josh and Taylor, our kids, Josh and Taylor, and gave them to Josh and Tay the day of our wedding. I had done the same for your mom, Donna, your brother, John, and your sister, Christina. And so I delivered letters to their rooms and slid them under the door uh, the day of the wedding because I just wanted to say thank you and show my appreciation for being welcomed into your family and just let them know how excited I am to love you, how excited I am to be a part of this family. And so uh, that's how we also started the day was exchanging letters with our loved ones. And then we gave each other letters. Um, I didn't give you yours yet, but you you left mine. And so after I read your mom's letter, I, this may have been a mistake, but after I read your mom's letter, I then opened your letter because you left me a note when you left to go get ready. And now that I was back from lunch, your letter was sitting on the bed. So I went straight from your mom's letter and I said, well, I'm already bawling. I might as well just keep going. And so then I opened your letter. The, there were other letters that we left each other, but you, yeah, you left one letter in my suit bag and I, you know, like how there, you know, we traveled. And so I, I put my suit in a little suit bag, a little cloth thing that you zip up garment bag, if you will. And I, I pulled it off and I just threw it on the closet floor. And I did not realize that you had left a letter in there. And it wasn't until that day when I'm like, you know, I guess I'm not going to get dressed here. I'll get dressed at the wedding site. So, you know, I'm going to put everything back in the garment bag. And so I picked it up and I'm like, this feels a little heavy. That's weird. And I, and I reached in there. I was like, oh my God, there's a, your letter was in there. I would have missed it. Well, that was fate because I was trying to surprise you yeah. with it. And I just assumed you would be taking the suit back. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, learn more about suits. So then it was time to head to the wedding. And we'll pick that up in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. M. Robinson Fine Jewelers, Austin's luxury jewelry retailer, featuring premier bridal lines from around the world in one breathtaking location. They create the ultimate shopping experience. Blending sophistication and style with exquisite diamonds and unique engagement rings. Custom design your own rings and anniversary pieces of your dreams. Or choose from a large collection of luxury jewelry and fine watches. M. Robinson Fine Jewelers is located in Bee Cave, Texas, just down 620 from the Hill Country Galleria. Or view their collection online at mrobinsonjewelers.com. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.